Good afternoon and welcome to Ball Down South Sports Wave. We are going to do our Pick'em Week 2 special today. And again, I have John Hammonds with me. Hey, John. Hey, how you doing, man? Doing pretty good. You kind of kicked my butt last week. Yeah, yeah, I did in the Pick'em game. Yeah, yeah you kind of kicked my butt on the Pick'ems last week. So we're going to start this show off uh let you guys know that today we got on Apple iTunes podcast. So um, tell some people about it. We are now on Spotify and iHeartRadio and TuneIn and just about all of them. So tell your friends and uh, listen in for us, okay? And then we're going to start with kind of a recap of last week. Like I said, John kind of kicked my butt. So we... uh we did 11 games on our Pick'em show last week. Um, John went seven and four. I went five and six. That was on our Pick'em show last week. The big Pick'em thing that was a big difference. Um, I went against the spread against Alabama with Utah State. Um, that was probably a mistake. <laughs> what do you think, John? Yeah, that was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was a 40 point spread. Utah State was a decent team. Um, they went 11 and three last year and they was coming into Alabama and I thought, you know, 40 sounds like a lot. So I went against the spread and it bit me. <laughs> so, and then we have, we're doing some run, run your pools. We're doing one between me and John and one with the fans. The one between me and John. John's the leader in it. Like I said, he's kicking my butt in all this. So, um, John's 10 and 8. He, he was 8 and 5 in his games. We're picking 13 games and two best bets. He was 8 and 5 in his games and I was 7 and 6 in my games in our pool. And he is leading me after week one, 10 to 8. And then we're doing the fans pool. So I want to kind of give an update on the fans pool. We're doing a pool again with uh, runyourpool.com and um, get yourself tailored. Number two is our current leader. John actually tied with him and then lost the tiebreaker in the Clemson Georgia Tech game. You have to pick the total points and he picked closer. So um, I want to give him a shout out. He is the leader. He's leading. There's about 12 of us in this pool so far. If you would like to join, you can go on our Facebook page, Ball Down South TV, and it's posted on our Facebook page how to join. The link is for this pool. Um, the, the, he went five and one. John went five and one. And then there's a group um, of myself, Meek Beast, Razor, back daily um that went four and two so we're not too far behind but uh john you're right there in the lead for almost every one of them yeah i know i'm 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 kicking it sir <laughs> i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to pick up my game here i think i'll be slack this week <laughs> all right so that's a little bit of fun hopefully um, giving a little bit of shout out to these guys. Maybe we'll get some of them on here at some point in time and to do this and be a guest. And I think that would be kind of fun. Definitely, definitely would. All right. So week two now we're going to get into our pick them games for week two. And we're going to start with, like I said, the team that I picked to go against the spread last week. We're going to start with Alabama at Texas. Um, this game is currently looks like a 20-point spread in favor of Alabama. So we are going to go with that on, on this show as we are picking. And, John, what do you think about a 20-point spread for Alabama uh, at Texas? I like this. I'd be very surprised if Texas covers, to be honest. You know, Texas has a lot of weapons um, to move the ball against Alabama, but the biggest thing, they're starting two freshmen on the line against one of the best passing units in college football, um, pass rushing units 
Um, I just don't see how Texas can can stay in the game with the Alabama of this caliber. You know, Alabama's been in matchups like this where it's been hyped up. Texas ain't. And I just think, you know, Alabama's going to cover. Um, you know, Quinn years, this is be what? His second career start against what? The best defense in the country. You know, I don't, I just don't think Alabama or Texas will have the means to, to stay in this game early. Um, I think Alabama will pull away and they'll cover the spread. Uh, so I think 20 is about right. Well, see, you know, I mean, Texas has got some offensive weapons. Robinson as a running back is probably one of the better running backs in the nation. Uh, you know, and then they have some, the quarterback who is a new guy there, you know, he's transferred in from Ohio State. This will be just his second start. But they have some offensive weapons. Um, I think they will test Alabama early on. Um, I do think Alabama will probably pass the test, but I think that they will probably test them early on. The running back Robinson could create a, a little bit of trouble for them. What do you think about that? I think he can. Um, I just think Alabama's defense is just going to be too much for them this weekend. Well, um, so especially the front four, and they got one of the best playmakers in the country, and Will Anderson. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that Texas. I mean, Texas. Um, is on the up and coming, you know, they've, they've recruited well, brought some transfers in, and I believe that he has them turned around where, you know, they're going to have a good season. I just don't believe that this is the game that you can pick Texas to do something more. You know, um, I, like I said, I went against the spread last week against Alabama. And I don't think I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to go with Alabama and take the 20 points. Yeah, I, I'm, I believe I'm going to be with you. All right. So our second game of the week is going to be South Carolina at Arkansas. Um, this is going to be a, a big game in the SEC uh, for this coming week. Arkansas at home. Uh, the last I seen was an eight point favorite. In this game, uh, Arkansas beat Cincinnati, number 23, uh, ranked team last week uh, by seven at home. And this week they get South Carolina coming into their house. So, uh, John, what's your what's your thoughts on this game? Actually, I'm sort of surprised that this point spread ain't higher because of how both teams played in week one. Um you know, Arkansas has got a pretty good front four, and South Carolina's offensive line is really shaky. You know, they, they didn't play real well last week. Um, I feel like eight points, I, that's a lot for, for both of these. Um, I think South Carolina's defense is probably good enough to, to keep in the game, but I just don't think Spencer Rattler will be able to do enough against this Arkansas defense to win. Now, I could be wrong, um, and things could change from week one to week two because they always do. But they're going to have to be more creative offensively, South Carolina. Um, I don't think they'll be able to run like they want to at South Carolina against Arkansas like they want. Um, it could be an ugly game, really, uh, in terms of a defensive struggle. Um, but I feel like I got Arkansas – um, covering the spread, the eight points, I believe they'll they'll cover that. I just don't see. Um, oh no, I, I take that back. Arkansas wins, but South Carolina will manage to cover. So it'll be somewhere between twenty four seventeen, um, twenty seven twenty, and in that in that range. So you're picking Arkansas not to cover. Arkansas not to cover, yes. Okay. All right. Well, you know, Spencer Rattler last week kind of struggled a little bit, I think, in, in his game. Um, and they played Georgia Southern. Is that right? Yeah. He, he, they, they really didn't play real well. And, and a lot of it, he was on his back. You know, he, they was rushing the quarterback. You know, the offensive line didn't play really well. So 
they're going to have to be better against a better team than Georgia State, and and that's Arkansas. It's a completely different level compared to what you're playing from week one to week two when you go from Georgia State to Arkansas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that Arkansas has got a heck of a team. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what the final point spread was for the Cincy game last week, um, but it hung around the six, seven points just about all week, and they wind up winning by seven. I'm not sure if they cover the spread or not. Um, but, you know, I think that Cincy's probably got um, – at least over the last two or three years, they've been a better team than what South Carolina has been. And, you know, they, they went in, kind of um, held their own at the same time, never could really get over the hump against Arkansas at, at their house. And I have, I'm, I'm actually going to pick Arkansas to cover this spread. I think they'll win by somewhere between 10 to 14. It would be my guess. So then our next game, we're going to go stay in the SEC, and we're going to go with Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Um, Both of these teams last week won. Pittsburgh won a big game at home last week against West Virginia. Tennessee is favored at Pittsburgh this week by six and a half. Um, And, you know, I think that's a pretty big statement right there, and I'm going to let John take it over from here. I just think um, the Tennessee offense will just be completely um, the biggest, how you say it, the biggest factor in this game this weekend. I don't think Pitt has the offense to um, keep this a shootout because Tennessee has a lot of weapons. You know, Pittsburgh lost quite a bit last year. And Pittsburgh's going to try and slow this game down, but that's going to be kind of hard, especially with how Tennessee likes to play. Um, the past game is its, at times is its strength. Um, and that plays to Tennessee's benefit too. So the Vols are going to try to force this to be a shootout. And I think last year, you know, you look at it where Pittsburgh beat Tennessee and Knoxville, Tennessee's going to have some revenge on their mind. Um, so I believe Tennessee wins this game. Um, I believe they go over it. I think they win 34 to 24. Um, you know, I think Tennessee's going to be ready to play this game. I think they're going to be, and they're going to show why they're probably one of the nation's best at, um, in the offensive categories. All right. Well, I mean, Tennessee definitely has the offense. They are, uh, high-powered offense, and they can score in bunches and score quick. Um, You know, I'm not so sure about their defense. And I do believe Pittsburgh has a pretty good offense, even though they lost quite a bit from last year. Um, You know, I believe that they brought in the quarterback from USC, uh, Keaton Slovis, and you know, they've still got some wide receiver weapons, and they showed that this past week. I think it, you know, I think you're right. I think if I was the Pittsburgh coach, I definitely would try to slow the game down a little bit and run a little more um, and control the control the game and the time of possession that, that Tennessee has for their offense. And I think that's probably going to be one of their game plans, or it should be. Um, but I... I, you know, I think I am going to pick Tennessee in this game as well. Um, I think that Tennessee has a, a real high-powered offense. It's going to be awfully hard for Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh does have a really good front four on the defense. They may be one of the better front fours in the ACC minus maybe Clemson. Um, so it, it is going to be a good game. And I can actually see this leaning one way or another, but I think I'm going to go with Tennessee and take the six and a half. And our next game is going to be Houston at Texas Tech. Um, <clears throat> Houston 
snuck out a win last week, and uh, they are, I believe they're still ranked in the top 25, aren't they, John? Uh, I believe so, yeah. They were last week. They were 24th. Um, but I, I believe they're still ranked in the top 25. Uh, they're playing at Texas Tech, and Texas Tech is actually the um, the home favorite in this by two and a half. Um, so it's kind of an interesting game, and I'll see what you think about this one, John. Take the over. <laughs> this game could be in the 40s. Shootout, you know, Texas Tech has a good run, running game. Um, but I think Houston – has the better team to win a shootout. They're better defensively. They got a better quarterback. Um, I feel like they got better weapons. Um, but the biggest thing with the Cougars, will they be able to, to do what they did after rallying with the emotional win last week over UTSA? Um, so I don't, I don't know what, how they'll, you know, how they'll come, come back out to, to play a hard, tough game after winning a game like that. But if I was going to go here, I would – this game could go either way. Um, so, you got what? Texas Tech two and a half. Um, yep, that's what it is. Yeah, so either way, this feels just like another shootout like last week. Um, and sometimes it's hard to win those back-to-back, you know. So, I think I'm going to go with the upset here. I think Texas Tech wins this game. Um, I think they win by three. I'm not sure what the score will be, but I know that this feels like another game that could go down to the wire like the UTSA game last week. All right. Well, you're going to pick the upset, huh? Yeah, I'm going to pick it this week. All right, man. So with this game, you know, the UTSA game last week was a struggle um, for, for Houston. You know, I think Houston has a better team than that. They they have the quarterback, and I think they have a better team than that. And on paper, I believe Houston's probably a better team than Texas Tech. It, the game's not always played on paper, though, right? <laughs> you know, it's no, gonna be, it's, it's it's not always played on paper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I mean, they're going to have to go into a tough environment, and you know, and play the play their game and play probably better than they played last week in order to win this game. Um, I think Houston has some um, thoughts of, you know, maybe sneaking into the college football playoffs. And if they do, this is a game they have to go in and manage and and do what they are predicted to do for this season. So I'm going to be on their side, and I'm going to pick that they, they've been prepared and, and they know they had a good season last year and they've had the whole offseason to uh, to know that this this game was coming up second on their schedule, and I'm going to pick Houston to cover the two and a half, and I'm actually going to say that they win this game. So we have a little bit different here on this. Yeah, it's a, it's a little different, but <laughs> being different's fine. Okay. You know, being different's good. Well, so maybe I can catch up with you a little bit here. Yeah, you can catch up <laughs> with me this late. <laughs> All right, so our next game is going to be a game that's going to be near and dear to me and you. It's going to be Kentucky at Florida, and uh, this is uh, going to be at the Swamp. This game opened at four and a half. The last I seen, it had widened to six points. So we're going to go with uh, six points in favor of Florida. They have the uh, advantage here um, at their house. And, John, I'll let you take this one to start with. Well, Kentucky, they've won the last two out of the last four against Florida. And I still feel like this game is going to be close. Um, you know, Kentucky's got Will Levis. He can keep them in any game, you know. But up front, they're going to have to be better offensively. Um, for me, this game ultimately comes down to Anthony Richardson stopping his, his ability to to make plays um, you're not going to limit him all night. That's just, you know, the way he runs and the way he has his ability. You're going to have to, you're going to have to make plays to stop him. But can you make him force turnovers? Um, and even Kentucky's questionable pass defense. It's not really well. Um, their front four is pretty good, but their pass defense is not the best. 
So can and then can Levis can he stop making critical mistakes in a in a tight game? Because you look at last week, you know, against Mineville Hall, he made that little interception right there. It was what, ten ten, thirteen ten, something like that. And you do that against a team like Florida, you're you're ultimately gonna lose. Well that um, that interception last week, a team like Florida probably takes that to the house. Yeah, it, it's a different it's a different game. It's a it's a different team, different game, different talent level. So I, I think I'm gonna lay the points and as much as I wanna take Kentucky, I'm gonna take the Gators at home. Um I just don't I don't know how you just do how you stop Anthony Richardson. This is one of those where you're trying to scheme to, to take him away and then you're trying to stop the receivers. It's just it's a game that I don't want to have to pick, but somebody's got to win. Um, I think Florida wins this 27-20, but I do believe Kentucky has an opportunity if their offensive line is a lot better this week, and which I think they will, you know, because you got to remember they had guys playing out of position last week on the offensive line, and I think moving guys to their normal positions will, will help a little bit. Um, not having Chris Rodriguez this week is really going to hurt, I think, you know. You can't have 50 yards rushing and beat a team like Florida like they had last week against Mineville High. No, I agree with that. Not for you can't have that. So I, you know, with this game, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off of the game from last year. Um, we have pretty much the same linebacker core with a couple of a new new guys in there um, from last year, and Kentucky is. I believe has one of the better linebacker cores in the SEC. And when Florida came to Lexington last year, I mean, Richardson didn't start and he didn't play a ton of snaps. But when he was in the game, you know, he was designed to come in, take a few steps back, make it look like he was going to pass and and take off. And Kentucky done a very nice job last year against Anthony Richardson. And I'm hoping that that continues. I'm hoping that Brad White uses this linebacker core to his advantage and has a scheme ready for Anthony Richardson because that's going to be the difference in this game. Um, I know the offensive line for Kentucky has got to get better. Um, missing Chris Rodriguez is going to be a big key. And and that could be the main key, but I believe that the main key is going to be keeping Anthony Richardson um, from breaking off big runs like he did last week. Um, and I think Kentucky is going to be up for the challenge. I'm going to pick Kentucky to cover the spread. At least I'm going to go with that. Um, the spread is at six points. I've been thinking that this was going to be a big game and Kentucky could pull this one out all off season and I'm not ready to flip because Utah uh, because Florida looked good against Utah last week. So I'm going to stick with Kentucky and take the six points. Uh, and our next game is going to be Baylor at BYU. This is a, this is a game that um, I don't think many would <clears throat> think that the point spread would be what it is. It is at BYU. BYU is a top 25 team. I think they might even be in the top 20 after last week. Um, and they are favored by three against Baylor in this game at home. They have a quarterback and a good offense uh, back. And, John, what do you think about this game? What's interesting is BYU plays Baylor, Oregon, Notre Dame and Arkansas over the next six weeks. And that right there has a team with a shot to go to the New Year's Six. Absolutely. I've been saying all along that BYU and has the schedule to to make some noise. They do. And what's funny is this game wasn't even close last year. Um, BYU couldn't run the football much. Baylor pounded them up front. But – this week, I think it's going to be a lot different, you know, with it being at BYU. Um, Provo is a hard place to play. 
Um, the altitude will be different. There'll just be a lot of things different about this game. Um, I think Baylor wins this game. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, you don't know how a team's going to come out to play. But I like BYU at home, and then I like Baylor. So I'm just going to go with Baylor, and I think they'll win. Um, I think it'll be close, though. I think it'll be 31-28, maybe um, 34-31. Um, but BYU's going to have an opportunity to win this game late in the game. Um, yeah, this is definitely think, a tough game to pick. But I think Baylor is better. I think they're better offensively and defensively. But that don't mean nothing in the game because you watch BYU um, this this year. BYU's got a really good team, so uh, and they got a good quarterback, got a good running back, got some good receivers. So they're they're going to be up. Baylor's going to be up for the challenge, and BYU is as well. Oh yeah, I mean this is definitely a tough game to pick between Baylor and BYU. Um, I've been kind of high on the our preseason prediction shows and stuff. I've been kind of high on BYU. I've been saying all along that they have the schedule to make some noise, whether that be for themselves or to keep others out of the college football playoff as well. Because, you know, they play several games against some really good teams. And like you said and mentioned a while ago, and if nothing else, they can at least keep others. They're, you know, they're going to have a say in it one way or another. Their offense, they have the quarterback, they have wide receivers, they have a couple of tight ends that's pretty good players. Um, you know, and their offense is, is definitely, I think, one of the top 10, 15 offenses in the country. Um, you know, defensively, are they going to be able to hold Baylor and, and stay in the game enough to win? Um, at home, I think that's going to make a little bit of difference with the crowd behind them and everything. Um, I, I want to pick BYU, um, but my brain says to go with Baylor, so I'm going to go with Baylor. <laughs> Do you ever have those situations? I, I have all the time. I do it all the time. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Baylor, but, you know, my the emotional side of it says to go with BYU on this one, but I'm going to stick with Baylor on this, on this we're one. On, we're on the same page this week. <laughs> all right. So our next game, we're going to go to the Pac-10, and we're going to go with USC at Stanford. And in this game, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised at what the spread is. The spread is only nine points in favor of USC. I don't really think Stanford has that stellar of a team this year. I'll tell you what, though, this is a dangerous road game, though. I mean, they went three and nine last year, Stanford did. And, of course, USC went like eight and four, too. But... They've totally revamped their whole team, so and coaching staff and everything. So, anyways, you go ahead and tell me what you think with the USC Stanford game. USC favored nine. I think USC ain't really good um, defensively, but I don't have very much hope in Stanford stopping their offense. Um, but I don't think that Stanford's going to throw three picks. Like um, they got last week, the Trojans, when they had three pick sixes. Um, Tanner McGee is a better quarterback than what they saw last week. Um, so this will tell us a lot about where USC is as a team. Um, if they want to be um, legitimate, you know, Pac-12 big-time team again, they need to win this game. They, they need to put Stanford away early. Um Stanford has a pretty decent secondary and a pass rush. Um, but I just don't think U.S. or Stanford will have the, the, the horses to, to stop USC offensively. So I'm going to take USC and I think they'll go over the spread. Um, and it'd be 38 28. So basically I think USC 
I'm saying they're covering it, I'm guessing. Okay. So uh, I don't well, you know, the you was talking about USC needs to do this. Well the Pac ten needs USC to to show out, to be honest with you. After last week with Oregon and Utah losing at Florida, I mean, you know, the Pac ten needs needs USC to win a game like this. I mean, this is not I don't think that this is a game You mean the Pac twelve. <laughs> Do I keep saying Pac-10? Yeah, you keep saying Pac-10. You mean oh, Pac-10. Well, it used to be Pac-10 a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it did. You get confused on that. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Pac-12. I'm sorry. No, uh, you're they, good. They, uh, you know, they need, they need USC to win a game like this. I don't think that Stanford should be that much of a roadblock. I don't feel that, that they should be. I'm going to take Stanford or take USC in the points. Um, but Stanford has been known to win these kind of games, though. I um, mean, you know, two or three years ago, Stanford, the coach had Stanford rolling. Uh, I just don't think um, that they are at that point right now. Is is? But now maybe I'm wrong. I mean, at Stanford, it could always be. I could always be wrong. Our next game, we're going to go to the Big Ten um, and. Uh, it's at Iowa against the uh, Big 12, Iowa State. This is this is the game that I really don't know how to pick it. <laughs> yeah, you know, this this is the, you know, this week anyway, I mean, this is, you know, the rivalry game basically for this week. Um, you don't get much bigger than Iowa State versus Iowa, not in the corn country anyway over there. Um you know, so uh, it's three and a half points at home for Iowa. So, what do you think about this? Um, after what Iowa showed last week, I just don't <laughs> know how I can pick Iowa. I mean, you know, Iowa's won six in a row, but after what they did last week, you know, they only scored what seven points, and two of those was a safety. Yeah, they scored two safeties and a field goal. I mean, <laughs> I. I and you know, last week and you know, won and won the game. And Iowa State last week had a really good win. Like they was explosive. Um, but it being a rival game, it'll be close. But I just can't I just can't pick Iowa this week. I just feel like Iowa State's gonna win this and they're gonna snap a six game losing streak in this rivalry. Um I just don't think I was good enough offensively to win this game. Um, they can't move the football. They they made some horrible, you know, decisions down the stretch last week. So give me Iowa State and give me six points. All right. You know, Iowa's going to have one of the better defenses in the country. They always do. Defense can win you games, but if you can't score, you ain't going to win. That's the way yeah. I look at it. <laughs> you're, you're right. Their offense – you know, and what's crazy is, you know, they have their quarterback back from last year. Um, you would think that, you know, they could put something together with him and and have a little bit more than what they did last year. And, you know, they were 10-3 and three, um, last year, went to the Big Ten championship game. Um, you know, it's – it's at Iowa. You know, there's parts of this that I look at this and I'm thinking, wow, it's so hard to pick to pick against Iowa because they are so steady of a team all the time. I mean, Iowa doesn't do a whole lot to mess things up. And they usually, I don't know if they did last week, I didn't look, but they usually create a whole lot of turnovers on their defense. Um. And I just can't see Iowa State going in there and running amok against Iowa. I can't see that. Um, can Iowa State go in there and score enough to beat them because Iowa can't get their offense together? Yes, I think that can happen. I mean, this this could be one of those games that's 13 to 10 or something, you know. Um, that's That's the way I see it. I mean, it could be. 13 to 10 or 17, 13 or something like that. Um, gosh, it's so hard for me to go against them, but I think I am going to take Iowa state in this game. 
but this is just just so you know next week this is going to be one i'm going to be like man i wish i had that one back (laughs) (laughs) all right so our next game is going to be the pac 12 versus the big 10 washington state goes to wisconsin um and plays at wisconsin this weekend uh, and Wisconsin is a 17-point favorite in this game. How do you see this game going? I, you know, last week, Washington State didn't really look that well against Idaho, and they're going into a better environment in Camp Randall. Um, a lot of people don't know about the jump around um, th- thing that they do in the fourth quarter. Um, so this is going to be a tougher environment for Washington State. Um, and there's nobody better that can run the football better than Wisconsin has in the past and currently. So I just don't think the Cougars will have enough, you know, playmakers to, to do that. Um, I think Wisconsin covers in this game. Um, what is it? 18 plus 18.5. I've seen it was 17, but it did, it had, it was 18, I think at one time. I look for Wisconsin to uh, cover this game and win this game, and their defense will make enough plays to um, to win. And I think their ball control, the way the Badgers do their ball control thing, I think there there's enough there to to lay down. I guess 31-14, something like that. 30-14, you know, to cover the spread. Right. Uh, you know, my. I just don't, I, I don't think Washington State's good enough to go in there and just upset them, you know. No, I don't either. Um, you know, I think Wisconsin's going to win this game. I, I, my thing is with this game is is Wisconsin's offense good enough to cover the spread? Basically, that's the way I look at this game. Um, I don't see that Washington State is going to go into Wisconsin in that environment and and be able to challenge them for a win. Um, I'm going to actually pick Wisconsin to cover. I am a little concerned that they can't score enough points, um, but I think they will this week. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick Wisconsin and cover. All right. So our next game is going to be the SEC versus big 12 again. This is going to be Missouri at Kansas State. And Kansas State is going to, at home is going to be an eight-point favorite. And, John, what do you think about this one? Buddy, don't this feel like an old-school Big 12 matchup? It does. You know, I said SEC versus Big 12, but, you know, it's basically the old school. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's massive, to be honest, for both programs, you know, Eli Drinkwitz is just 12 and 12. Um, he could really use a big win like this going into SEC. Um, I think it's going, I think it's going to come down to the mistakes, to be honest. His offense Um, looked okay last week. They did. Um, Missouri, in my opinion, has the better offense, I think, but Kansas State will have the better defense. So it's going to come down to who makes the plays. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I think this line is about right. Um, it's Kansas State, what, seven, seven, eight? I, the last um, I seen was eight. So that's what I was with going Kansas with. Kansas State being at home, I think they'll win. Um, I think it'll be somewhere between 37, 34, um, 40, 34. I believe it's going to be a, there'll be a lot of points scored in this game. Um, but I think Kansas State has just enough defense to, to win. Do they and, cover? Uh, Do they cover the eight points? I don't know. I don't. I don't think they do. I mean, Missouri's got a better offense than they had a year ago. Um, plus, they got the the big time five star uh, Luther Burden. Um, he's a really good player, Missouri. He looked so, great last week. He looked great last week. He he just looked fresh, and he was he was making plays all over the field. So. This is a game that's really hard to choose to what's going to happen. But if I had to go with um, a winner, I think I'll take Kansas State. I don't even think they cover. I think it's just one of those games where it's just 
they went out right. Right. You know, Missouri, this is a, this is a pivotal season for Missouri and Eli Drinkwitz. I'm pretty sure. I feel like it is. Um, he has an uptick going in his recruiting and I think that this is the year that, um, if it's going to stick and he's going to be able to make it through, I think this is the year that they're going to have to make a statement or two. And this is a game that, um, this is a game that will make a statement. Yeah. This, you know, this is a game that's going to be a statement game for him, um, to be able to go into Kansas state and win a game like this would definitely be a statement for them. You know, Kansas State does have a good defense, and they're a pretty good team. I mean, um, they uh, – I don't think this is going to be an easy game for Missouri at all. Um, I'm I'm actually – you know, I'm on the fence about this one as well. I, 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 I think I'm going to go um, – I think I want to do what you did. I think I'm going to take the Kansas State to win, but they don't cover. I think I think that's where I'm going to go with it as well. So our next game we're going to talk about is Wake Forest at Vandy. The this smart is, schools. Do what? The smart schools. Yeah, the smart schools. You're right. You know, <laughs> you got you got the ACC coming in. You know, Vandy has started out two and zero for a change. Um, and Wake Forest is getting their quarterback back this this week. was announced, I think, yesterday or the day before, and the line has moved once they um, announced that Sam Hartman was coming back. Um, it's the last I've seen. It's now a 13-point favorite. Yeah, it started out as nine, I believe. Yeah, it's now 13 for Wake Forest at Vandy. So what do you think about this game? Uh, I think if Wake Forest does what they need to do, um, they'll win this game pretty solid. Um, don't get me wrong, Vanderbilt's done really well, but they haven't beat anybody. They beat Hawaii and Elon, which in, in years past, Vanderbilt has kind of lost some of those games. Um, so you yeah. really can't, you can't really judge it on, on wins or losses there, but, a win over Wake Forest would do wonders for this program. Um, but I just don't see that happening Saturday. Um, you know, Wake Forest is Wake Forest. Their defense ain't really well. They're going to be able to run the football on them. But Wake Forest will do enough in the passing game when it has to to make plays to win this game. So I think Wake Forest will cover. They'll go over. I think they'll win at least for 17. I just don't see a way that Vanderbilt wins this game. I just this, – this might be the biggest crowd Vanderbilt might have in quite a while at a, at a football game. And I would imagine that it, that it is going to be. The crowd, will be the crowd will be – there will be a lot of energy in that game. There will be a lot of fun fun excitement going around the program because they're 2-0. and But I think that excitement just kind of – the balloon comes out of it this weekend. I just, I'm, I'm not a, when, when you can't stop a passing, uh, a passing offense like Wake Forest has got, it's going to make things hard. And I think with Hartman back and the way they got, the way the offense rolls when he's in, in there, I think it's just going to be too much. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you on this one. Um, you know, without Hartman, I thought maybe Vandy might have a shot, outside shot. You know, Mike White, their quarterback, um, has started out the season really well um, for them. You know, uh, like you said, they haven't played stellar teams or nothing yet so far. Um, but he's but he's carrying them and doing what, you know, what Clark Lee wants him to do um, and what Vanderbilt needs him to do so you know i think that at home i think that the crowd will be in this game i think they will actually have a little bit of a crowd there this week 
and I think they'll be in this game since they've started out 2-0. and And I think Vandy um, will probably make a pretty good showing through the first half. I just don't think that they'll be able to hang with Wake Forest offense and Sam Hartman um, for the entire game. And I, I'm actually going to take Wake Forest to cover the spread as well. I think they'll wind up winning this game by 17 to 21, something like that. Our last game of the week <clears throat> that it's we're going to—it's an interesting game, to be honest. Yeah, the last game we're going to touch on this week is Appalachian State at Texas A&M. Appalachian State last week scored 40 in one quarter against University of North Carolina. Um, they did wind up losing the game. The end of this game was wild. Um, yeah, it was one of the, yeah, the end of that game was absolutely wild. Uh, I think it was like 63 to 61 or something like that. Um, a two point failed two point conversion, I think is how the game ended. Um, anyway, so this week they are going up against Texas A&M at Texas A&M. At Kyle Field. Yeah, and, and my thing about this game is I don't think they're going to be able to make the plays that they did um, against North Carolina because Texas A&M and North Carolina's lines are completely different. Um, I think they're going to have a hard time grinding things out like they did against North Carolina. Um, I think Texas A&M is going to hold the ball for a long period of time. Um, I think – Texas A&M is not going to look sharp early. Um, takes, Appalachian State might have a few plays here and there where they, they might even take an early lead, 10-7. to 7. But I think towards the end of the game that Texas A&M will just wear them out over time with the run game and, and the offensive line. Um, I think that – I think A&M covers this game. I think they go over, what is it, the eight – 18 point spreads at 18. 18 and a half is where I've got. I think they do by the fourth quarter. I just don't think Appalachian State has the, you know, lines to, to keep up for four quarters. Now, North Carolina was different because it's, it's a lot different team than what, you know, the defensive front last week for Texas A&M was getting in the backfield, stuffing everything. And, you know, North Carolina couldn't do that. So it's a lot different going up against a team like North Carolina than it is this week against a team like Texas A&M. Well, and playing at yeah. their house, at Kyle Field. Kyle Field is going to be different. You know, now, say, say it was at App State, it could be a different game. But I Chase Bryce is the real deal, though, the quarterback for App State. Yeah. he can he, he He's going to sling it around. He's going to throw the ball. They're going to spread the ball around. But I just don't think it's going to be enough to beat Texas A&M. Um, this is one of them games that's interesting because what you seen last week with North Carolina, and you know this is a game that I wouldn't say it would be an upset, but because App, App State's had a pretty decent program the last what three to four years, um, but I just don't see that upset happening this weekend. All right, so I'm going to start this out by saying. I'm not 100% sold that Texas A&M is the sixth best team in the country, okay? Um, I don't know that their quarterback issue is completely resolved. Hayes King has been uh, was the starter last week. He has been the starter last year, been replaced a time or two. I'm just not 100% sold on their quarterback situation. They... They they have talent all over the field. Other than that, you know, and but I've just um, Jimbo is kind of stuck with Hayes King, and he's giving him the reins again. And um, I, I'm just not sold with them being the sixth best team in the country as as of yet. I'm not saying that they can't be. I'm just saying as of yet. Now talking about this game alone, I mean. I think it's going to be awfully hard for Appalachian State to go into Kyle Field and to make any real noise. Um, you know, like you said, early 
you know, first quarter and a half or something. I mean, could this game be 13 to 10 or, you know, 10 to 7 or something like that, you know, early in the game? You know, I think it's possible. Um, I just don't believe that uh, they'll be able to hang with them the entire game. Um, no, and, and I, another thing, like with Hayes King, he threw two picks last week. And you can't do that against teams like Alabama and Georgia, which I don't, I don't know if they play Georgia this year. I, I can't remember. They do play Alabama down in Alabama, but right, you can't right. make the mistakes that he made against the top tiers in the SEC. You can afford that against teams like Sam Houston State, but going into SEC play, you can't make the mistakes that Hayes King and the inconsistencies that he did last week against the top tier of the SEC. Well, he's been replaced a couple of times in the lineup, you know, and I just, I know he's still a young guy. Uh, I think he, what is he, a sophomore or Richard Jr. now? I can't even remember what year he is now. Uh, but I'm just not completely sold on him being the leader of a team that could pro- possibly make the college football playoff and be a sixth-ranked team in the country. Um, but that's just, you know, that's not really talking about this specific game. You know, this specific game with Appalachian State, I, I believe that they, they, they win this by 20 plus, which will cover the spread. And, uh, I think this is a, you know, a 41 to 20 game or something like that is, is the way I see this game ending up. How about you? I, I feel, I feel the same way. Yeah. All right, man. So we have picked 12 games in week two here. We did 11 last week. Um, so we've picked 12 this week and we're going to try to stay in that range between 11 and 12 games each week to pick. Um, and again, we're on Apple, um, iTunes now. Um, we're on Spotify and our heart radio, tune in Amazon. Uh, there's a bunch of places that you can catch us. We also have um, a page on Facebook, uh, Ball Down South TV, Instagram, same thing, Ball Down South TV, a Twitter page as well. And uh, you can catch us in a lot of different places, a lot of different social media. So we're going to end this with that. And I appreciate you guys listening in.